Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 14 of the Clinical Signs Podcast. My name is Dr. Matthew Panarella. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different than most. Uh, this one is called Lubbed Up, The Sounds of Life. And what does that actually mean? Well, lubbed up are the sounds that come out of the heart when we listen to an animal's heartbeat, or actually the same in us when a physician or nurse listens to your heartbeat. Lubbed up is the sounds. It's called S1 and S2. Lub is S1. Dup is S2. And what are those sounds? Well, when things are happening in the heart mechanically, there's vibrations that are set up based on what is actually going on in the heart. So that's what you're hearing. You're hearing the vibrations of the anatomic parts of the heart. Well, the heart is an anatomic structure, but specialized parts. And basically, it's the valves that are closing. When the valves close, really what we're talking about is blood flow because we had talked somewhat in a previous episode about blood flow and getting oxygen to the body. And the anatomic structures of the heart are designed to move blood around the heart and move uh, blood out of the heart, back to the heart, to the lungs, back from the lungs, out to the body, back to the body. So all of this is really talking about blood flow and good blood flow, which is laminar blood flow, which is basically a smooth flow like you would think of if you close your eyes for a minute and think about blood flow through a garden hose. Straight line, your hose, or if your hose is straight, you're going to get nice laminar flow. Things are going to flow very smoothly. There's going to be very little sound there. But if you add in some kind of obstruction, you're going to get turbulent flow. And the more turbulent flow, the greater the sounds are. And that's going to change. And we should be able to hear that with your stethoscope. So the lub portion is called S1. It's the first heart sound. That's the closing of the AV valves. What is an AV valve? Well, that's the atrial ventricular valve. And there's two of them. There's one on the left side of the heart and there's one on the right side of the heart. The one on the left side of the heart is called the mitral valve. It separates the left atrium from the left ventricle. And then there's the tricuspid valve, which is on the right side of the heart, which separates the right atrium from the right ventricle. So those are the lub or the S1 heart sounds. Those are the first sounds you hear. And then the second sound you hear are the closure of the semilunar valves. Those are the S2 sounds. What are semilunar valves? Well, those are specialized valves that close off the arteries leaving the heart. So there's two semilunar valves. The, there's the aortic valve. The aorta comes out of the left ventricle, and those uh, valves are right there at the entrance of the aorta. And then there's the pulmonary or pulmonic valve, which is uh, coming out of the right ventricle into the pulmonary artery. So lubbed up, lubbed up, lubbed up. That's the normal heart sounds that you should be hearing when you listen to an animal's heart, or if you have a stethoscope when you listen to your own heart. Heartbeat, basically. So th this episode, even though I titled it Lubbed Up, I, I was doing research for the episode, and it was going to be an entirely different episode. And when I'm doing research, it tends to trigger in my mind different thoughts and ideas and things that I have thought about in the past, and especially doing research for the podcast. I need to do research, and a lot of that research is online, or I, I search my own medical records. And this thought came to me that years ago, I had happened upon a recording that had been posted onto the internet. And this recording 
was actually a fairly old recording. It was from the 1970s. And I didn't even know it existed at the time until I happened to come across it doing research. That reminded me that I had found all this and uh, the notes for these uh, particular heart sounds, which I'll get into in a little bit. But remembering that and then digging down into what I had and then going back on the internet to make sure that these uh, sounds are still there, I thought, okay, well, it's a good time for me to talk about this and put it into the podcast and make this the sole focus of this podcast. So I was going down down one road and then I made a left turn at Albuquerque and here we go. On top of, of talking about the heart sounds, how do we really hear the heart sounds? And, and that's done for the most part with stethoscopes. I think most people are pretty familiar with it. Uh, with stethoscopes, uh, you've had it done to you, uh, you know, a physician or a nurse or somebody has listened to your heart and uh, used a stethoscope. And there's basically two types of stethoscopes. There's a diaphragmatic stethoscope, which is probably the most common. And I'd say in the last 20, 30 years, and especially more now, there's an electronic stethoscope that can amplify the sounds, especially for people that have difficulty hearing. The electronic stethoscopes will probably be replacing more traditional stethoscopes, you know, in a greater percentage as time goes on. I use the plain old simple mechanical devices, the diaphragm stethoscope. So what do we use the stethoscope for? We're using the stethoscope to pick up these heart sounds that lubbed up. We're using it to listen to gut sounds sometimes, depending on the patient, and we're also using it to listen to uh, lung sounds or airway sounds. And the stethoscope, I have a nice link from uh, Littman, which is a 3M company. There's no endorsement. I don't get subsidized by them, but I have two Littman stethoscopes, and I think they're probably the highest quality stethoscopes out there. I believe they're American-made, and uh, they'll last you pretty much your entire career as long as you take care of them. And I'm sure you can also buy replacement parts if something should get damaged. And the link will show you how to properly place the stethoscope in your ears, how to care for the stethoscope, and some basic functionality of the stethoscope. Now, I have two types of stethoscopes. I have a cardiology scope, which only has one diaphragm on it. And I have a pediatric stethoscope, uh, which has a much smaller diaphragm, maybe on the order of about three quarters of an inch, or maybe at most an inch in diameter. And it's also got a very small bell. And what you can do is you can click, you can turn, you can rotate that head 180 degrees. Well, it rotates 360 degrees, but at every 180 degrees, I can either access the bell, which is the open end with no diaphragm, or I can access the diaphragm. And basically, the diaphragm is used for high frequency and low frequency sounds, depending on how hard you're pushing down on the stethoscope. So a very light touch just placing the stethoscope on the diaphragmatic side against the skin, you're going to hear low frequency sounds. If you press a little bit harder to compress the skin and push the stethoscope down a little bit, you're going to hear high frequency sounds. And if you Click that head 180 degrees, you're going to open up the uh, airway, per se, or you're going to open up the channel to the uh, bell, and the bell is used for low-frequency sounds. And what I would say is, if you're experimenting, if you have a stethoscope of this sort, and there's all sorts of generic brands, uh, and obviously there's um, name brands like the Littman, and 
basically what you have to do is practice. And the easiest thing to do is actually practice on yourself or if you have a very uh, mellow animal, your dog or your cat is pretty mellow and will let you use that stethoscope. I'm not going to get into where to listen to their hearts. That's a, that's an entire other podcast probably. You need to practice. And the use of the diaphragm and the bell, that's, you know, doing research for this podcast there really is no, they'll tell you, well, the low frequency bell is better maybe for lung sounds or certain murmurs. But I think what really the bottom line here is for practical purposes is you need to practice, rotate through the diaphragm and the bell, listen to things and see what sounds best for you. And the more you use the stethoscope, the more patient you listen to, the better off you'll be, the more comfortable you'll be. And then it doesn't really matter if you're using the bell or the diaphragm. You use what works best for you to hear what you need to hear. So that's stethoscopes. Pretty pretty basic. The, uh, the Littman, the link I have to the uh, Littman company, tells you all the parts of a stethoscope. And you can certainly Google it your, on your own uh, parts of the stethoscope and, and how to actually place it properly in your ear. So that's, that's stethoscopes in a nutshell. So let's get really to the heart and the meat of this podcast. So years ago, when I was instructing in, in veterinary nursing school, I had been researching cardiology, heart sounds, probably heart murmurs, normal heart sounds, and those sorts of things. And I came across, by accident, a person had posted probably close to two dozen heart sounds from dogs. And it had been taken from a recording from a veterinarian named Dr. Stephen Ettinger, and one of the funniest things is, if you think this is funny, I have a weird sense of humor, but Stephen Ettinger is from Queens, New York. Now, I'm from New York. I wasn't born in Queens, but I, I grew up near Queens. And he has got a classic Queens, New York accent. So you can hear his his Queens, New York wang uh, when he's discussing the heart sounds, which I will put a link to. They're still up, which is amazing to me. Uh, I think it's one of the greatest things I've ever come across on the internet in terms of veterinary medicine. I think it's a tremendously, tremendously useful archive that had been posted by somebody that's not even a veterinarian. So I just thank the people who or person that, that put that up and it's still up there to this day. So that's one of the reasons and probably the primary reason besides it having a light bell go off in, or a light bulb go off in my head was that these things are still available. And I think the more people that know that they're there and can benefit them, the better. So Dr. Ettinger, if he's not the father of veterinary cardiology, he is one of the founders, basically, of veterinary cardiology and probably one of the most well-known, uh, besides Dr. Larry Tilley, who really pioneered a lot of things in veterinary medicine. But um, Stephen Ettinger also is the author of a very famous within veterinary medicine textbook called The Textbook to Veterinary Internal Medicine. And it is a two-volume book. I'm talking about the the hardback paper version. There's probably a digital version today, but these books are basically Bibles of veterinary or the Bible of veterinary internal medicine. So they're they're quite famous. So he has contributed a tremendous amount to his uh, work in cardiology. He's a board certified. Uh, veterinary cardiologist, but also his uh, his textbooks have been updated multiple times over the years and extremely useful. And we'll get down to, into the nitty gritty. So if you're a veterinarian or somebody that really likes to read and wants to understand very deeply topics in, in veterinary internal medicine, then that's the book or books to have. I will post a link 
to the heart sounds, but also there is a um, there's a there's another link to the table of contents or within that a link to a separate table of contents. But at the bottom of the uh, page, the web page where these heart sounds are, again, there's a uh, there's a content, so you can click on that as well. So anything, everything, normal heart sounds are in there, abnormal heart sounds are in there. Not a common heart sound, but I'll just throw this out there. I think I had mentioned it in one of the previous podcasts was a patent ductus arteriosus or machinery murmur. That's in there. All sorts of other heart murmurs that, that you'll hear. Uh, some common, some extraordinarily rare that I've never heard myself are in there. And I just think it's a great resource. So if you have any questions about heart sounds, that's the place to go. All right. I know this has been a, a strange podcast in my opinion, but that's serendipity. That's how things work out. I want to do things that are interesting and I think that will make a difference. And I want to talk about that and get that out there so that so that you all can can benefit from from my experience and my knowledge and what is out there in the internet and there's some fantastic resources for you and i hope that talking about stethoscopes will get you to break yours out if you're not familiar or comfortable with using it use it on yourself practice on on pets that are safe to practice on and the more you listen the better you will be able to hear normal and once you learn abnormal here's another pearl of uh, medical teaching is that you're taught basically normal. And when you know normal, then you know abnormal. So the more normal you listen to, it will help you better be able to pick up abnormal or abnormalities or things that don't sound right to you. And maybe it's a technique, but maybe maybe it's how you're listening, or maybe you're not holding the stethoscope properly, or you're maybe not placing it over the proper location. Be that as it may, the more you listen the better off you'll be and the more experience you'll gain and the more skill you'll have in treating your patients. I wish everybody the best. I hope everybody's happy and healthy in 2023. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you. This is Dr. Panarello at the Clinical Science Podcast. You can reach me at askdrmatt at A-S-K-D-R-M-A-T-T, all one word, at proton, P-R-O-T-O-N dot M-E. I look forward to seeing you again. Thank you.